Hey everyone, it's Jennifer with the Almost Home Podcast. Today we are going to do a little different of a talk and we're going to have a ladies talk. Um, I have Michelle that has been here for her testimony before, I think in episode four? I don't know. I don't remember. We have so many. (laughs) Um, And then I have another special guest, Lauren, who is the wife of Kyle, who was one of our episode guests, Mm -hmm. number two. Yeah, I was going to say he was pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's been a while. Yeah. Well, welcome. I'm glad you guys are here for Ladies Talk. Excited to be here. So I thought maybe first we could just talk about us as moms, what we do, kids, how many kids you have, um, what you do with your job, and kind of go from there first. You want to start? Sure. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, My name is Michelle, as Jennifer said. I um, am married to Scott Hutchinson and... Who also was a guest. Who was also a guest on... Yep. Um, combined, we have four kiddos, um, so we are blended. Um, he has um, he brought uh, Jacob and Addison. I brought Alex and Maverick, um, and now Jake's older. He's he no longer lives at home, um, so we've got three: two middle schoolers and high schoolers, and um, that's our beautiful blended family. <laughs> uh, yeah, my name's Lauren, and I have four kids. I have. Um, three girls, and then we had a boy, and um, yeah, I just have always wanted to be a mom, and um, always thought I would love it, and sometimes I struggle with it, so yeah, we're going to start right out the gate. (laughs) Yeah, Jennifer, and I have one, (laughs) one and done. Mm Yeah, he's a lot. Yes, he's so cute though. (laughs) No, one is enough. I thought I was the person who wanted to have all the kids and I wanted to be a teacher and all of that and now I'm like I am so glad I just have one <laughs> just one for me he's got a good he's he's got a really fun personality I think yeah. Healy yes. yeah. yeah yeah and the the best side eye oh yeah <laughs> yeah and what's so funny I mean if you've listened to my testimony before you know the NICU life um that he had in his journey but even just being because I watched my whole third trimester you know in real life basically and it's crazy to know that he even had a personality then and people like the nurses would talk about it all the time and it's just it's crazy that he wasn't even doing anything, but he still had this crazy personality, and it's definitely blossomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, so just kind of what's been on my heart um, for wanting to have a ladies talk, because I think so, women, so many women do so much and don't think that to talk about it with people, um, and they just kind of keep everything bundled in because that's just what we do (laughs) and I think it's important that girls get together and they don't have to talk about I don't know just everything just to be able to have a space to to everything that they do all week long Mm -hmm. at work at home with the kids 
with their personal lives to share about it. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I guess, well, that's kind of why I did the group thing with for church, too, the group one, because mm-hmm. I'm, like, a huge fan of a certain show that they always get together for breakfast <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> you guys know. Yep. And I just like to look forward to something and so to start a group a group of women just to get together to have coffee and chat and Mm -hmm. I think it's it makes me feel better yeah um and so to talk about it on the podcast of this episode is just what we do every day and marriage and kids and and still trying to put positive energy and God in our um, relationship with our husbands and with our kids. So that's kind of where I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I work as a pharmacy technician and I've been there for about 14 years in Olathe and I have been a workaholic even before kids. I love working. It is, um, instant gratification when someone asks you to work extra, when they say you've got a raise. Um, and so, when it was time to start having kids, I thought that that would kind of go away and it really hasn't. So I need a group of women who can tell me it's okay to like work and it's okay to, um, enjoy being a mom too, but not do it full time. And I mean, a mom's always full time, but you stay at home when they're really little. And because, I, I feel guilty about that for a lot of times. And I know that my women's small group and even my mom, um, good friends have encouraged me, a therapist has encouraged me to um, just kind of look at the blessings where you are. And if you like working, even if it's a wash, because childcare, sometimes it was a wash, but it was good for me, good for my marriage. Um, and I know that's not everyone's story, but um, I don't think it's talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um that some women do choose to work and um and it doesn't mean that we don't love our kids the same right so yeah I don't know but I do struggle with it yeah, so I know I feel like I'm a workaholic I know I'm a workaholic yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> my my co-workers even tell me like stop working you know mm-hmm. and but it's the instant gratification I love mm-hmm. it and mm-hmm. I mean the way that I was raised my parents um you know, it's okay, you're 14, like, it's time to get a job, and, and, you know, I was babysitting before that, and then working at the grocery store, still doing sports, and working, and had a job, and then have had a job ever since I moved up to this area, too, and got out of college, I was in school full-time, and still had three jobs on the side of it. When I first met Jared, I think I was, like, my only day off was every other Tuesday, maybe, and that's just by chance. So, but I, if I wasn't working, I felt like, uh, yeah. am I missing something? Exactly. Do I, I think I forgot to do something. Like, it's more organized if mm-hmm. I'm working. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think? Do you, uh, do I, you like to, do yeah. you like to work? <laughs> I, I do. And in, in this season I'm in, I do enjoy working full time. Um, I have had, I guess, the privilege or just the, you know, I've worked full-time, I've been a stay-at-home mom, I've been part-time, I've been back to full-time. And, you know, for me, part-time, I feel like I got the best of both worlds. I had that 
bit of independence, income, you know, the job, but I also got all that time to, I guess, take care of the home and, and be there for the kids. Um, when I was a stay-at-home mom, um, that that was, I mean, it's, it's part of, you know, my faith journey, that testimony, but I thought, like, this, then this, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. And it was definitely a struggle for me, but that was part of my story of coming to faith. I was like, okay, you know, if I have this, then I'll be happy. If I am staying at home, I'll be happy. If I have this house, I'll be happy. And mm-hmm. through that journey. Um, but definitely, you know, where I'm at now, I enjoy having a job. I enjoy that. Um, maybe it's the same word you said, kind of that gratification of um, it just, it, it feels good. It, um, I enjoy it. Yeah. Something outside the home, I absolutely love being, um, you know, with my, my kids and my husband, well, I I work with my husband, but I enjoy, I enjoy the career, like having something outside the home. Um, I have had conversations with people, you know, like since the pandemic, people that work from home and I do not think that I would like that. I, I've never had the opportunity to work from home to say that for sure, but I like getting around, getting out of the house and then returning after. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could have that space in the home and be able to to zone in if I didn't have an office to drive to. Yeah, I like to get up and I feel like more accomplished when I get up and have to do my hair and put makeup on and I like to wear nice clothes yeah. and wear heels every day to wear, like I mm-hmm. love that stuff. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, Saturday I can wear leggings and sandals yes. and a t-shirt. Yeah, it makes those kind of like lazy mornings more enjoyable yes. because I have all the early mornings of getting around and functioning yes. and so it makes just when you get that day of not having to get around, mm-hmm. it's like, Ooh. yeah. Good. Yeah. Well, and I feel too that the more and it it's funny because what Kyle talked to today's sermon was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I should post that in the link yeah. with this episode yeah, because I, I love think that. it kind of ties a lot of what we were talking. I almost was gonna like bring your notes because I knew you were taking notes. I, I was so into talk because Kyle was like, "You stop taking notes during church and da da da," and I was like, oh, I, "I can't stop listening to you." <laughs> I'm just watching you because he's so entertaining to watch as well. Like he, I get into when he is doing his sermons. But um, what your kids see you do yes. is... Like what they see you passionate about. What you're passionate about makes them passionate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel that even though I am a workaholic, and yes, it does take my time out from a lot of things like in the evenings when I get home but I feel like he knows that I'm going to work and I come home and I I love my job like I haven't loved my job before there's been jobs that I've been not happy with but what I'm currently in I enjoy it so much and I like to show it off to him and see these things and I'm excited about it because then I want him to be excited about it because I think a lot of people's with kids and influences these days that it does start at home on some stuff, you know, and it's For like, sure. if they're not really doing much, they're not going to do much. But it's very true. 
it is, it's, I mean, that's a fine line to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk about. Well, and but. I think that, uh, like, a big takeaway for me, which obviously he doesn't usually share his sermon topics, um, but I actually had a conversation with a friend yesterday about this kind of um, what we should be doing versus what we do and, like, the passion. Um, we think, especially we're all in the same generation, of we need to find what fulfills us or that... Uh, makes us happy and it is it's like when something doesn't then you just move on to something else it's just I don't think we were taught that I think it's just what we a lot of my friends have only been in a job for maybe two or three years at a time and then move on to the next job and then there's nothing wrong with that but like your motive to if you want to make more money or if you aren't happy or then just switch jobs it's not the job it you it's not the job and so it's not necessarily true and I love how he said to go back to what started it for you and a teaching is such I'm not a teacher teaching is such a good example of because I can't god bless those teachers like I cannot mm-hmm. imagine they must have to do that like every single day the whole year like yes. we have to yeah. why are we doing this mm-hmm. um but I know that like a lot of teachers feel fulfilled because they've cycled through that of passion can't remember repent and then um do what make or what you first yeah Yeah. now I can't now I'm gonna do the things you did it first yeah yeah where it's like you kind of have to cycle through those things with anything like your marriage like kids um your job um and I'm not saying you should stay in a job or a marriage that you shouldn't, but also like you have to look at those things or like, why do I feel this way? Because feelings aren't reality a lot of the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was definitely, a, for me, it was, it was a very powerful message. And I, I definitely think of, you know, back in my faith journey, I mean, I came to faith late in life and before that's, what I did, I just did things of like, do what makes you happy. Yeah. And I was constantly unfulfilled and it was like, why? What's missing? Well, I had no relationship with Jesus. I mean, I, there, not that that makes everything perfect and, and instantly, but, um, I was living for myself, very selfish day to day. Um, and I was living just in my feelings and my circumstances all the time. And again, that doesn't make it perfect. I still have emotions I still have circumstances that are sometimes difficult but everything has changed now mm-hmm. and so that message was um, very powerful it was very very good today it was kudos to you Kyle yeah <laughs> shout out <laughs> shout, shout out Kyle <laughs> how do you feel like with being with all the work because when I see your calendar when you show me your calendar on your phone I'm like I feel so bad because you have so much on your calendar. Mm -hmm. And do you ever, have you ever, and you don't have to share if you don't want to, but I guess, um, do you see your kids overwhelmed with how much stuff that they have going on that you're like, let's just take a break and breathe or, Mm -hmm. you know, like when do you put, because you use scripture and worship for yourself when you're feeling these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Have you ever put that on to your kids when you see them? Um, I I look at it like I'm always trying to like plant seeds with them. Um, when when we 
when we attend something, when we're going to some, if they bring up conversation about an activity or friend, I mean, I just plant seeds however I can. Um, this is why I love hearing how other women in the faith, like how they're, they raise their children in the faith because I didn't necessarily grow up like that where it was normal to always have those open conversations about God and let's pray and um, so in the morning, every morning, like when I do my, my quiet time, um, I also, if I, I have a little tiny devotional that is for kids or teens and I will text Alex Addison and Maverick, the little devotional and the scripture. And then, you know, when the times when we are talking, I'm like, Oh, did, did you guys read, you know, and mm-hmm. sometimes I get feedback and sometimes yeah. it's like, yeah. You know, nothing. You know, but I'm always just trying. It doesn't yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make me stop trying. Yeah. Because um, you don't want to force it. You right. You want them to have that relationship. But as far as, like, you know, with our calendar and things, um, if anything, I've got I've got Maverick who, who wants to be busier. Like, he wants to have, you know. And um, I think sometimes just just I tell the kids it's good for you to be bored so I don't fill their time I know if you look at my calendar it looks like every day something's there but sometimes it's just this kid on this day and this kid you know so I I think it's good for them to be bored and Mm -hmm. figure it out like Mm -hmm. yeah I don't have anything for you today so go find something go be go be you you know (laughs) I literally said that to Healy after it's good to be bored um went to go out to eat his tablet was dead darn it you know and I was like I guess we're just gonna have to talk and he said I don't have anything to do it's okay to be bored Mm -hmm. it's okay to be bored yeah. It is. Let's look outside. Look at the trees. Let's look at the cars. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like <laughs> side eye. Like, side yeah. Eye. Like I don't want to like, em- you know, embarrass my teenager or anything like that. But that's also part of the, this. These are kids that are younger, and, and with social media, um, I don't know if they have that FOMO, that fear of missing out. But you, you know, like they'll say, "Well, it's Labor Day weekend. What are we gonna do?" And it's like, oh. You know, we're going to work on the bathroom. Like, we don't really have... You know, it's awesome. And they're just like, we're not going to go anywhere or do anything. And I'm like, no, it's... That's awesome. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's... You know, but they part. they will look at and yeah. see what their friends are doing. And they're out on a boat or they're going here or there. And and it's... You know, I, I just feel like I'm constantly in prayer for just don't... They, they could fall exactly how I was. Like, you think, oh, if I'm doing this, then I'll be happy. Mm-hmm. If I have this, then yeah. I'll be happy. And so I I think in my parenting, I'm always just like, how can I relate without keep pushing them away? Yeah. You know, so I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. I still, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. How am I in this role? Like, yeah. what am I doing? It, I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I'll be And I think we all three have separate, like, we're all moms. But, like, you have teenagers right mm-hmm. now. You have older, everything. You have, <laughs> you have all baby, of this. elementary. Yeah. I don't have teenagers. <laughs> yeah, you don't have teenagers, but they're old enough to yeah. understand things. Preteen. Yeah, and still in diapers. Yeah. And then I have his own personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's his own. <laughs> but how do you feel 
that with because you have four yeah and I think the biggest thing to I guess instill in them is to just like kind of what the sermon said but is just to have them watch us because they'll learn a lot from just watching us mm-hmm. and um obviously Kyle has the background of being a pastor's kid and his parents are wonderful and my mom is wonderful um so we have a ton of support but I think that Kyle he has that background into when the kids are unsure he's very um has you memorize the scripture which is amazing um he will when the kids come and say they're scared for example at night Mm -hmm. or um he'll his first response is have you prayed have you asked Jesus to be with you? Have you, whereas my first response would be different because that's, as I am been a Christian for quite a while, I still, maybe praying is still not my first response. And so to have a husband that encourages our kids, um, and then he's great about having morning devotional, probably like you, Michelle, like a cup of coffee in the morning, like really early, um, I think best at night, and so they see me um, do just different things at night where they see him in the morning, like, have that quiet time, pray, um, read books, and he, I think that's amazing because they have learned so much from just watching us, and it's maybe some things they shouldn't do, (laughs) but but you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's probably maybe what a lot of parents would say. It's not like what you say. It's um, how you show them. Um, which is kind of scary sometimes. It's a, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I like how it, it's good to know, I guess, that your first response isn't, well, did you pray? Yeah. You know, because it's a little reassuring. Because it isn't, I want to know what you're afraid of. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go I find know. It. It's like, there's, <laughs> you don't need to be afraid. Like, yeah. just turn on the light. Like, yeah. Whereas his response is more like, I know, spiritual. Yeah. And, yeah, but I recently I have, tried when I go in there and he says something I'm like well or I guess more if it's if it's not nice I'm like do you think that God would like that yeah. do you think Jesus would say something like that and he's like no I'm like so do we think we should say that yeah you know and then it, it but the conversation stops then like mm-hmm. he gets out of it but if I've done something or say something before you know before I, I have God in my life more yeah it was an argument Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why am I fighting with a, f- a six-year-old, you know? <laughs> and yeah. so I think it. he's just like, oh, I get it. Because he sees us going to church. Mm-hmm. He sees us, you know, when the when we had that really bad storm um, with all the power out a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. I feel like it might have been a month ago. But um, I was in here reading and highlighting and stuff with his little Paw Patrol nightlight that he found for me. And he saw that, and he sat there, and he got, you know, wanted to get his out. He, he can't read it, but... Yeah. No, that's <laughs> so, sweet. He's watching but you. It, it is. It's watching, and it, he was scared, like, when the electricity just randomly went out, you know, and he got yeah. panicked, and I'm like, we're good. It's yeah. fine, you know, and yeah. found things to do, mm-hmm. and it, that's that reassuring. Because mm-hmm. if they watch us do it then um, I think it, it gives them comfort and in their own lives. I know that, like, a therapist once told me, like, I really struggled with anxiety. And she said, um, I was just really hard on myself all the time. And she said, if you were not to say that to Brecken, you, um, you don't need to say it to yourself. And in a way, it's like, what would I say to Brecken to calm her down? And do I say that to myself? That's and, good. Um, 
And I think self-talk is really important if you have the right tools for it um, because it does, I think, especially with adding, I keep saying spiritual, you know what I mean, like that biblical background of memorizing scripture or even if you're not even sure what the scripture is because that's totally me. It's like I know that Jesus said this, Mm -hmm. so I know, you know, I don't know. So that I think that brings me comfort with parenting as well and my own spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. It's like staying close to the source. Like, yeah. It was, I think that was in the message today. Mm-hmm. Like always staying yes, s- close the yeah. to the source so that when those those thoughts, those conversations, you, you know, you have, you have God's word yeah. coming to the forefront over, you know, maybe the, the thoughts that are not from God. You know that that are the negative, or yeah. you can't do this, or you don't know it how to handle this. You know, having God's word come to the front forefront by always staying close to that to the source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, another shout out, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked how too what you talked about with Kyle and in <clears throat> yourself with um, when you kind of had your time for. God, you know, yeah. and it's different. And uh-huh. it's it looks different. Okay that it's different. Yeah. And I remember a while ago that Jared and I, he was always like, you have to get up with me. Like, <laughs> let's pray. Let's read this. And I'm like, I am not a good person when I have to get up early. And then we fought it, not fought about it, but I was just like, I can't, I just, I can't do it. And then we had a sermon and Curtis was like, you do it when you feel like it is the best time for you, when you get the most out of it. Yeah. And I remember, like, just turning and looking at Jared. Yeah. Do you want to interrupt him and and talk about it? You know? Yeah. Because I'm like, see, now it's, I'm a, I get the most out of it at 9 o'clock at night. Mm -hmm. (laughs) When the kid is in bed. Yeah. He, if Jared wants, he's a, he gets up early. Yeah. So he can go to bed early. Then I can have my time. And that's Mm -hmm. when I read, like, my Bible plans or... You know, all that kind of stuff. So I know. Nice. I think we're just, like, so hung up on, like, the first part of your day. Like, give Jesus the first part of your day, which is true. Um, but whatever that may look like, it's as long different. as you're, yeah, spending time with Jesus in your day. Um, I know that, like, we both, we all commute to work. Um, for me, it looks like listening to a worship song, praying yes. for people that I know. Um, and Or just, like, sitting in silence. Like, that mm-hmm. is part of my quiet time where my husband works at home. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have that. So he needs to carve that out in his day. And I think when we stop comparing ourselves to other people, Mm -hmm. whether it's our husband, he's right there or other believers or even other non-believers, then, um, we do give ourselves a lot more grace and our own because it is a relationship with Jesus and us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that talking about that too is when you see everything, it's hard, especially with you having teenagers too, I feel like, and I'm not ready for that world. (laughs) Because I find myself, well, I know I did when, you know, a couple years ago of wanting the the attention or the things that you think we need to have. And Mm -hmm. just kind of what you just said of, um, like seeing, I don't want to say, like seeing the things on Facebook and social media and like how come I don't have that yeah there uh, well I have a couple things but one of them when we were talking about like it's different for everybody your best I had read once um it was a book about mercy but she had wrote 
uh, it was just a question. It was simple, but it really made me like ponder for a while. But it was, what if we tithe our time? We, you know, when we talk about tithing, typically we talk about our finances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she took it. You know, what if we tithe our time? And she put it, you know, down to like the very best part of your day. Like, what if you absolutely devoted that time? You know, whenever that is, when you're at your your peak mood. Or, or whatever it is, that best part in every day you, you devote that time to. And I just really, really loved that because I think it's just a recognizing too, um, you know, when there are blessings, answers, prayers, even when circumstances are not good or there is sickness, but like just recognizing, like staying close to him at all times. But um, the other part, because you were saying how teenagers and social media and things like that seem, uh, Maverick, the youngest, he's not on that yet um but the world we live in he in some ways is like he's very aware of what other kids his age are doing um if and i mean when there are opportunities for competitive sports and things like that um it's every single time it is a conversation it's never an immediate and it's like well you can substitute with this team this weekend, but always having to remind, like, you will not miss every single Sunday. That is not an option. And then, you know, but the, the what he's around, that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, why do we have to be different? You know, <laughs> he'll just come out, you know, and it's, well, because different because you guys are all going to church and everybody else is yeah I well he wants to be on a competitive team but that requires every single weekend yeah and no yeah so and that's you know it should be easy but I don't I it it shouldn't be so hard to always tell your kids no I, I like maybe that was from you that you say you don't say not right now is that how you said it it's not, no no for now no for now not for always yeah not for always yeah yeah so, so, but can, it's hard. Can you elaborate on why? Because we have kids that want to be in activities when they get older. Why you don't want them to do that? Like why you and Scott came to that dis- that decision? Be because their their faith, their um, their eternity, yeah, is far more important than their relationship with Jesus is far more important than anything else. Um, and that is priority, and I want them to, you know, they do see us making that a priority, and um, while we still have, I guess, that authority, you know, even if <laughs> it might not be as priority, but, you know, we're the parents right now, yeah. so. Yeah, I love that. I got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> that is. But it is hard. It's still, I, I don't know why... As how many times I've said no, um, it's still hard. I, it's like I want to, I do want to give my kids what they want, mm-hmm. um, but I, the, you know, I can't give them every yeah. single thing that they want. I no. know what's better for them. Yeah, I know. I remember being young and with my mom, you know, and going out, going where we lived is a really small town. We didn't have the luxury of like here in Wallsville you know, the closest city to go get McDonald's or, you know, is 10 minutes away mm-hmm. in that or 15, you know, yeah. maybe. And where I'm from, 
the closest town is 30 minutes away and it's a long there is nothing between <laughs> that where we live to Hayes Kansas yeah to, you know <laughs> mm-hmm. and so to go there like on the weekend to get groceries like that you go one time a week at that time to go get groceries and you go to a nice restaurant back then I'm like these are the best restaurant you know (laughs) it's nothing really but it was the city life to me that I could get and I was like yes it's the weekend my mom is totally gonna let me have a pop (laughs) (laughs) and she would always say no I know, but I think I would get to. But back then, you're like seventy five cents for a soda. Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, now it's like three twenty five, yeah. and I still get. <laughs> but my parents always told me no, and they did give me a lot of things, and I was very fortunate with my childhood. But my parents told me no, and I don't want to say that they were strict. Sorry, mom and dad, but you're a little strict. <laughs> it is what it is. Um, but I'm so grateful for it now. Yeah. And I think in this generation now of kids that um, when you tell them no, they are like, do you not know who I am? Mm-hmm. You know, that feeling of being no. So I'm, I applaud you to say no. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's hard. It it's helps so having, hard. I mean, well, Scott, I mean, it helps us being on the same team, on the same page, because I have to, I mean, I don't put this all on Scott to be, but I... It helps me stay strong. Yeah. You know, having his authority partnership, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. We're saying it together. He's so. assertive. Oh, yeah. 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 Yes. And he can... Sometimes he says things to me, I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't talk to me like that. Yeah. <laughs> you heard her. <laughs> I think it's hard for me to say no to Healy because I've said it out loud actually many times that I feel like I shouldn't really even have him Hmm. and I got fortunate and we got lucky and um, thank you to science and you know all the hospitals and everything that we had and so I don't want to take it for granted that I can only have one kid now yeah. And I'm like, yeah, you can have it all. Well, yeah, like when you're at Target, like I can afford a $5 toy. But like <laughs> then it's like every time we go to Target, it's like we uh-huh. get, and it's like, no, toy. I know. It's like, no, we can't. And I think that that is a principle like there. It's like, yes, we can do it. And and sometimes you don't need to know the reason why I'm choosing not to. But I think you're right. Like sometimes our, we're so quick to say no versus like if we give them a reason, like we can't yes. do this, but we can because we're going out to dinner mm-hmm. or because we're saving up for something and giving the kids a little insight into like, it's not just no because I want control. Yes. It's no because I love you and it's because this is good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas sometimes it's like, no, I do not want that silly putty in my house. Like, <laughs> you know, like that's a real reason. Yeah. <laughs> Play-Doh is not Yeah, no. <laughs> As we're saying this, you know, how we, you know, parents, some of the sometimes having to say no, we know what's better and, 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 it does help our kids, you know, if we are able to explain why. They might not still like the reason, but if they have an understanding. But it's making me think of, you know, God with us. Like, yeah, it's true. He knows what's better for us. We're like, this is my, come on. Yeah. Like, why? Could do. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. But, you know, he, he knows what's better. 
for yeah. us. Thank goodness. Good. I mean, we're yeah. better than we do. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then when Jared tells me now, I'm like, yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> no, I know. yeah. 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 <laughs> Goes right back to that. Yeah. Can you yeah. just like Can think you tell about me it? Why? Yeah. <laughs> Can you think about it? <laughs> That's funny. What so telling saying no, what do you or just made me think of this question. Um <clears throat> like kinda of what I talked to you guys about before we started was I wrote things down that I struggle with uh-huh. what and I can if you want me to go first I can but what do you think that you struggle with that you like that you pray about and like please give me this so that I can be better mm-hmm. for them as a mom and that's the thing yeah no I, um, I struggle with um, not liking it all the time Um, And I know that that is not logical. Like, how do you like something all of the time? That's not true. Um, But I just had always thought, ingrained in my brain, that I would like it all the time, mothering all the time. Um, And I, and I'll be honest, I don't. Um, And so that's something I struggle with. Um, Like, God, give me peace in this situation. God, um, help me. Because I just surrounded by women who are such great moms. And, um, for a long time, I wasn't open and honest about it. And so I just thought I was the only one that felt this way, but obviously I'm not the only one that feels this way. Um, so I think that that's still, even though I've opened up about my struggle with it and I love my kids and, but I don't love all of the things about mothering. Mm -hmm. Like I love the baby stage. The toddler stage is really hard for me. Um, I feel like this age that Brecken is right now is really hard for me because she's kind of not a little kid anymore, but she's not a teenager. Um, and I just have to be honest, like, this is hard for me. Give me strength. Um, talk to my husband about it because that was a thing for a long time is I'd really struggle with it and I didn't talk to him about it. So he just, it drove a wedge between us. Um so, yeah, like, I think just being honest, not airing your dirty laundry, but being honest with your close friends about it, your women's group, your anyone, like, your coworkers, like, I love being at work more than I love being at home. And, you know, I bet they would probably say, I felt that way sometimes, too, mm-hmm. because your mind works differently when you're with your kids. Like, you were saying earlier, like, something, like, why do I just, like, snap? It's because they know exactly how to make me snap. Yes. And, and it doesn't matter what age. No. And they it's know. like, Baker, it's like he's screaming because he wants more food. And it's like, I'm I'm making your food. Like, can you please stop? Like, he knows that it'll get me, like, to move faster. Yes. And so... I don't know. Like, I feel like that's what I struggle with the most, just being content in the stage I am in versus looking forward to when they get older. Because I know Brecken being in the NICU, I mean, she wasn't in there as long as Healy, but I remember crying to Kyle thinking someday she's going to leave the house. She's going to get married. And it's like, I was like, not right now. But it's like, I just want to savor it. But sometimes I don't enjoy it. Yes. So that's kind of... so real. Yeah. It's so real. Yeah. I don't know if it was me and you talking about it once. Or I don't remember who it was, but it's like women need to know it's okay to not like your yes. kids yeah. <laughs> at times. Yeah. You love them. Oh, uh, love them. Love them. Yes. I just don't like you yes. right now. <laughs> yes, because we feel the same way about everyone else. Yeah. But why do we? Why is it not okay to feel that way? Um, and they don't like us sometimes, right. and we have to take that um, the same way. Like I know they love me. 
but they don't like me right now. And that's probably harder as they get older Mm -hmm. and can articulate the feelings a little bit more where now I feel like I get a hit or I get a slap or whatever, which I know they're mad at me. But when they get older, they use their words and they Mm -hmm. can probably articulate a little bit more. Cold shoulder for a few days. Oh, yes. Yeah. A private journal. Like, <laughs> my, my, after I moved out, my mom found my journal under my bed when they were moving my stuff, and I was like, oh. <laughs> "There's some venting in there." Oh yeah. yeah. She's like, "I didn't know you felt this way." I'm like, "I didn't either." <laughs> like, it was I was a teenager. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't feel that way anymore. I, I don't. I, I Emotions. Am so close yeah. To yeah. High. yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Michelle? Um, it was what we struggle with. Mm-hmm. Uh. I I second guess myself a lot and I I absolutely like I know my kids pick up on that. Mm-hmm. Uh I I'm constantly and I think um it's it's a constant journey of releasing kind of the guilt and shame of my past and and decisions, you know, and somehow thinking like I've messed them up or I caused this. Um so uh, uh, I, that's definitely a struggle for me. And as far as, you know, uh, being present, that um, in this season, I feel like it, maybe it's not easier. I don't know what the word I'm looking for. But the, it may, yeah, easier compared to when they were younger. Um, that was That was a really, I mean, baby phase, toddler phase, all of it. That was very, very hard for me. I like that my kids um, have independence now. And then at the same time, I'm just grasping at them because I feel like I have such a short amount of time left with them that it makes me super emotional. Um, I mean, Alex being a sophomore and I'm like, she still still has to know how to do this with laundry. And, you you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's a totally different thing where I'm just clinging and taking whatever time I can get from them whenever it is, however it is. And, um, but that, that, you you know, just, I guess always wondering like, oh, you know, just second guessing myself constantly. Um, and maybe that's one area, you know, with, with praying, maybe I just, I, I need that extra reassurance and it comes in doses and small doses. And when they do, you know, I praise God for those moments because it's like, I needed that, you know, when those yeah. moments happen. What about you? You're looking at me, but yeah, yeah. yeah I want to hear you. <laughs> um, I I struggle with a few things, <laughs> um, but honestly, I think the biggest one um, is guilt. Mm. Um, I feel guilty if I do want to be at work a little bit longer to get things done, because then I feel like I'm gonna be a little bit more sane throughout the week. Because we, I do spend more time naturally if you have a full time job. I am at work more than I am at home. And to get things done and feel like I'm accomplished at work helps me the next day. And so if it means that I have to stay like an extra hour or so, then I but then I feel guilty yeah. that I'm not taking that extra hour that day to come home and spend it with my kid or, you know, with my family. Mm-hmm. And um but again, I I kind of go back to you know what they talked about today at church is what he sees. Like I got 
I am thankful and grateful for what my job has given me to be able to, when he is catching me on a good day, when we go to Walmart to go <laughs> shopping, that he can have a $5 toy. Yeah. Because I've been in that position before where I have to count and look at my bank account before I even go get groceries. And to, you know, put it in a cart to see if I can actually afford what I want to get, you yeah. know? And so it's um, because I have put in more work, I'm able to give those things back. But yeah. it's still really, really hard to not feel guilty mm-hmm. for it. Or, you know, to go, <clears throat> like yesterday, I had a day date with a girlfriend, you know, and got pedicures and talked and things like that. But I ha- I need that to yeah. feel better. And I don't want to feel guilty for it. But I do. Yeah. <laughs> and I so I struggle with it because I'm like, it, it, you know, I being in the NICU for 100 days, I was like, we're never going to get out of here. And he's six. Like, he's mm-hmm. six years old and he's in first grade. And, you know, you have teenagers. So you're going to be wedding dress shopping. So, no. You know. <laughs> Don't. Don't. <laughs> but it's so true. It just goes fast. So mm-hmm. fast. Yeah. And I know. Everybody says it. And. Yeah, and you're always like, get out of this stage real quick, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, been, that's been a blessing from women's group because um, some of them, we've had women all different stages. Yeah. And so women who were maybe in, you know, the stage just past me where, where their kids are, you know, out of the home, like recognizing, you know, the beautiful things of each season. It's still, you know, and that's part of what helps me, you know, stay present too because I know everybody says that but when my kids were younger and they would say that it just felt like pressure to me when they were like it goes fast you know and you know enjoy Enjoy the day enjoy the day and (laughs) when they would say that to me when my kids were younger it just felt like pressure yes you know because it was like I'm not enjoying this like this screaming I can't ever go to the store without it's a headache yeah you know all the car seats and it's it's you know it's totally different you know that was a defining moment that when because Maverick's my last one when he was able to put his seatbelt on by himself so he would get in the car put his seatbelt on and and close the door I remember getting in the driver's seat and I was like freedom (laughs) like this is a new I mean it's like a small thing but I I knew he was my last one yeah and it was like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, I don't know where I was going with that. But. No, that's I. Uh, <laughs> I was at Chipotle the other day, sitting, um, watching. I love to people watch too, you know. And so I'm staring out the window, and this um, young girl gets out and gets in the like opens her back door, pulls out a car seat, you know. I was like, oh, a baby. And she drops, like, she just pushes this lever, oh, and then is. the thing falls down, and it's a stroller. Instant. No. Instant. From the base of the car yes. seat to the... Yes. Wow. And she just pushed a button, and it was like an airplane, and the the things oh, fell man. down. We always had to pull the thing out. You had to pull it. You had yeah. to plug it. Yeah. push this down, wow. and all the thing, and she did it. Luxury. And I was like, wow. Wow. She... Is in head like she's, <laughs> she's and maybe she doesn't even perfect. know how much that that's... baby cried the whole time she was in. Tw- I was like, please leave. But then, 
And <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'm like, oh, that's not perfect anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh, the baby stage, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, oh, she has it all. Like, look at that. How, how easy mm-hmm. of a parenting thing is that? Yeah, they and simplified then, it. Yeah, and she sat down. The baby started crying so much. She went and got a to-go thing and left because she couldn't do, I, yeah. I don't know if it, but it was just, it had to be the convenience or the coincidence of the baby was crying too much and she just wanted to sit down. Yeah. Then she ended up going, but then she goes out there and just pushes a button and then the stroller pops up and she just sets it in the thing. I don't think you can fully appreciate that unless you've done it the other way. <laughs> oh yeah. Then yeah. you can appreciate it. I like, know. Oh, look at this. I was it's just, like. Yeah. <laughs> mic drop. Yep. Yeah. Mic yes. drop. Look at this. Yes, and I'm staring, like, I probably looked ridiculous, because I was just, like, through the Chipotle window, like, you can't see my face, but my mouth is dropped, and I'm staring at, like, what is this? Yeah. Who? Amazing It's kind of like when the diaper genie came out, too, mm-hmm. you know? But I, uh, I had to, when I had Healy, when he just got out of the NICU, and I had all my doctor's appointments, I was in a Ford Focus, very small car is mm-hmm. what I had and he came home on oxygen and it was he came home on the Halloween and so from November and December he had um, like I had to go check his pulse oximeter readings and stuff and check you know his eye exams and his so I had like three appointments a day at different hospitals or three appointments a week at different hospitals oh my God. And so I'm in this Ford Focus, and it's cold, so I have a coat on, and I had to crawl into the back of the Ford Focus. It was a four-door. I had to undo the car seat, set it down, crawl back out, because mm-hmm. I'm 5'1". I can't reach all the <laughs> way I have to get it undone. Then I have to get his oxygen tank and put it on one side. I would have to get his pulse oximeter. Um, it was a monitor thing, and had to put it on that side. Get the diaper bag. Put it, then if you're at uh, Children's Mercy, you have to have your ID. Yeah. So I have to take the diaper bag back out and get my ID, put it in my coat pocket, put that back on, get the car seat, put a towel or a blanket over, it's snowing, can't use a stroller, so then you have to walk all the way up to the, With your load. With my load of, I'm sweating. It's <laughs> so snowing. <laughs> we where I have to get into the, where was that magic? <laughs> still seems very luxurious like I wonder if it's for like you I know seven, like the, I googled it they're, oh, they're like six or seven hundred dollars yeah oh it's they're becoming more popular because it's it is easier yeah right. just baby Whoever. registry just put that and then nothing else yeah I don't need anything else <laughs> that and diapers yeah <laughs> which you said diaper genie wasn't that just you know for poopy diapers yeah but it would like twist it so you didn't it wasn't like a regular trash can like, uh, like in the di- so it wouldn't be super smelly. You could leave it in the room. I never had one. But. I never, yeah, because I, I was like, uh-huh. I, you know, I throw it. You know, you just regular throw trash. It, you throw it yeah. in the trash. Like, yeah, you know, well, so many I have dogs of- too. Oh well, so, yeah, yeah, uh, I didn't have dogs. You know, and you can they like all the things oh yeah, yeah. trash. Cool. And yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's an off subject <laughs> or off life story, but. Um, that could be a whole episode of like you know what you actually need when you have a baby and what you don't need at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is a, that is yeah. a thing, for sure. 
Um, anything else that you guys feel like? It's been almost an hour. Yeah, wow, that was fast. Um, I don't know. I feel like I should get I should say something like an advice or you know like I'm gonna say advice and then I'm gonna be like I don't take my own advice but (laughs) um I think that um I just really want this to be like an encouragement if you're struggling I know Jen you felt like this way Michelle is always an encourager um that even if you're not struggling you will there will come a time where you need reinforcement and you need support and just build that community around you because um, motherhood can be isolating and we as women sometimes isolate ourselves. And so, um, my advice to future Lauren, cause I'm going to need this is to just reach out to your people. Um, God has never left you, even if it feels that way. Um, and just continue to pray for your kids. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's not wasted. And even if you feel like they, don't listen they are listening and god does hear our prayers so that's kind of the that's future lauren good. this is your advice yes that's very good <laughs> that's good so michelle i want to hear your encouragement what? for your future self or for future uh, don't put me on i don't know i, I mean that was you're good su- you're that such an good. encouragement though like i just <laughs> do you usually know how i'm gonna have to think about like yeah you just like it's like i know, know it's like a second a nature yeah. Okay, Jen, you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I'm on the spot too. I think because I'm young and I was a mom young and I was married young and as women, you're supposed to have it all together all the time. You're the way you look, you the way you like your weight or your feelings and your job and your kids and your house and all of those things in the friend group and you don't have to have that no you do not have to have that I do think that you have to have a ever since I've had a relationship with God my life has tremendously changed and then having I mean I only know you women because of because of God. Yeah. I mean, seriously. That and, and you two are the most positive people that I've had in a long time in my life. And so my, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to you guys. <laughs> um, but it, it is okay to not have all of the things. Yeah. Um, but I think it is important to have positive people in your life that want to share your goals and want to share your um parenting and that it's okay it's okay to not have it all together Mm -hmm. it's okay to um just to want to be you and be by yourself or you know to to give your kids everything that they want you know it's okay to do all of those things but to not keep it in Mm -hmm. yourself like what you just said yeah it's so important to just and even writing it down. I oh, started yeah. journaling, like, you know, any time that I feel anything, just to, if you don't have anything at that moment to talk about, to some, like, have that person to talk to, to just write it down and get it at least out. And mm-hmm. I think, that, or sing a song or something. I yeah. Don't know, you know, belt it out. I'm that person that you drive by in the <laughs> car, and I'm just like, <laughs> she's waving her hands in the air yes. you can't see her. <laughs> I forget there. 
But yeah, I think just to, and kind of what Kyle talked about today too, is that you don't have to go find new friends. No. You Mm -hmm. can bring them to a women's group or to Mm -hmm. a group, Mm -hmm. you know, and make that connection again. Yep. Saturday morning, 830. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Women only though. Yeah. (laughs) No boys allowed. Yeah. We're back to you. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, I, everything that Lauren and Jennifer said, absolutely. You know, bringing, bringing those struggles to the light. Um, you know, don't leave it in the darkness. Don't go through those things alone. You're, and you're never alone. Um, and, and just also, I mean, we're all messy. Yeah. But more than anything, you know, um, you know have fun. Um, look for the everyday blessings and miracles. They're there. Even when you don't feel them, even when, um, your circumstances are messy, even when, um, our kids make choices that we may not like their choices. We may not like their words. We still love them. Mm -hmm. Um, just really hold on to that hope, um, and, and really hold on, um, to God's love and, and just know there are blessings around you every single day and really, really look for those. Um, and that's that's my encouragement. Yeah, yeah. that's great. No, I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, ladies. Yes. For talking. Thanks for having us. It's fun. We'll yeah. have to get you to testimony. Yeah. Yes. yes, Lauren. <laughs> have you as a guest guest. Yeah, that'd be fun. Awesome. Well, thank you. Um, I guess Jared usually tells me to pass this along to the what we're listening on, but I guess I'll just do it myself. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at the Almost Home Podcast and Instagram at the Almost Home Dot Podcast. Um, you can listen to our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. I think you can even do it on Amazon too. Yeah, there's no reason why so, you can't listen. Yeah, absolutely. So, alrighty. Well, thank you, ladies, thank and you. everybody thanks. else. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Bye.